I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, January 24, 2021. My name is JC Tevez and welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. Happy Friday, everyone. We made it. Woo! This is the last Friday of no, it's not. I lied again. <laughs> it's the second to last Friday of January. Wow. First month is almost done. How's everyone's month going? How's everyone's New Year going? Tomorrow is Chinese New Year, if I'm not mistaken. So to any uh, any Chinese New Year people out there, Kong Hei Fat Choi. I think I'm saying that right. And yeah, I mean, the coronavirus is out and about, right? Wild. And that's crazy because now... You know how it originated in Wuhan, if, you, if you've been following the coronavirus thing. So now, you know, obviously there's going to be so many people in and out of China because of the, the Chinese New Year. And it kind of worries me. I mean, especially here in the Philippines, you know, it's no surprise, right? There's so many Chinese people now all around. Not that it's a super bad thing or anything. I'm just saying facts are facts. I mean, Chinese dito. So I, I don't know where they're from. Maybe they're not from Wuhan, but it's, it's, uh, it's a... It's kind of like a Contagion thing, right? You ever watch that movie? If you haven't seen the movie Contagion, it's kind of slow. It's actually it's a really slow movie. It is star-studded, but I think that the you know at the end of it, you'll just feel like, damn, it all started because of this. <laughs> Something so simple, and it's it's similar to what's going on because they're saying coronavirus started with um, like live animals, so. It's something similar in Contagion. I don't know if that's a spoiler, but whatever. That movie came out. I was still working in the movie theater when that movie came out. So it must have been 20... I'm going to guess 2011? 2012? That's my best guess. Anyway, uh, today, uh, in about a couple hours, maybe an hour or two, I'm going to head out of here. And I'm going to be hosting the press con for a K-pop artist named Tiffany Young. So I honestly, I, I, I've only heard of her uh, one song that we played in the radio station that I work at. But I, I didn't know much about her. So she's a, she's apparently, I mean, I did my research uh, recently now. She is part or was part of a girl group called Girls' Generation. And she went solo in, uh, a couple of years ago. And she has 7 million Instagram followers. It's crazy. Damn me. And it's going to be it's gonna be intense because I'm, I'm really nervous. Because I, I, I don't really, I'm super, my my forte in hosting is usually yung mga, corporate events and not you know artists interviews i mean I, I don't think i'm bad at it i'm just saying like i where i f- i feel comfortable hosting like corporate events where there's no celebrities really or if there is a celebrity it's usually a guest and i'm not really interacting with them i'm just introducing them so you know i'm i'm, I'm that's what's on my mind today for the most part uh but i have some good news for some people out there so diba nagrant ako sa isang podcast na Sabi ko, hindi, hindi pa ako binabayaran ng, ano, ng isang client. Or actually, dalawang client. Multiple clients. But, so, at the suggestion of my friend, um, uh, they said that I should send a demand letter. So, I so, was shit, I don't know how to do that. And, you know, I, I wrote one out. And it doesn't have to be something super legal, though. It doesn't have to be like a legal document. At least not yet. Just make it 
in a, in you know make it in a form of writing. So for me, it was email, uh, and I guess Viber in this case. So I sent. I mean, I'm not going to read what I wrote. I actually I don't even remember anymore. But basically, it went like, dear blank, dear whoever. Then you put their name. You put their you put their designation, like what what their role is in the company. Like let's say uh, accounts manager, for example, lang. And then you put their address. If you don't know their address, the address of their company usually works, or just the name of their company. If you don't know that either, and then you just put, uh, I am writing you this demand letter, uh, demanding this X amount of money, because you for this project that was done in this date and hasn't been paid yet, blah blah blah, and I expect it payment within five days, or else I'll pursue legal action. And oh, lo and behold. Lo and behold, I for one of the projects, I they same evening, same evening they deposited into my account. Isn't that a, isn't that something? <laughs> this was a project from eleven months ago, eleven, and I sent one simple. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't that. Sim- I guess it was simple. One simple demand letter, and be glad. Uh, here you go. <laughs> I mean, it could have been coincident because they did say, they did say that they were finally processing payment and it was going to be out uh, today, this Friday, but this was a couple days ago. So whether I believe that or not, I don't really know. I honestly, I don't really know because the, you know, the, 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 the truth of the matter is, at least for this particular, uh, payment was that the last few messages that I sent were just seen. They were scene zoned. Like they were completely ignored. And only, only when I flexed a little bit of power or a little bit of, you know, legal repercussions, dun lang sila nag-reply. So is it, is it coincidence that they finally replied after I sent something threatening? Or is it just, oh, he, what perfect timing. We have the money. I honestly don't know. And then the other client, I sent one, I sent another email. I mean, obviously not the same email, but a similar format to another client. And they replied too, uh, saying, uh, we, we will get you the payment by this date at the latest. I mean, this client, this one I'm more skeptical of because this client has been telling me, we'll pay you at the end of October. We'll pay you at the whatever, at the end of November, at the end of December. We'll, we'll touch up, we'll catch up with you, you know, in two weeks or in one week. We'll, we'll update you in one week. But this is the first time that they said this date at the latest. They have never said that before. So I don't know if that's good news or bad news. But for me, it's good news. And to all the freelancers out there or to anyone who's, ano, yung, sinong, ano, yung may, pag may utang, utang pa yung mga tao sa inyo, uh, you might want to send that demand letter. I think it really gets the point across. The thing is, though, you have to kind of be, you kind of got to be ready. Like, if you send that demand letter, it's, I don't think it's burning bridges, but it, it it's it's kind of like saying "fuck you." <laughs> I don't wanna. I just pay me, okay? I don't care about your bullshit. If you don't pay me, I'm gonna take it to court. And the thing is, you also have to be ready. If they're not gonna pay you in that five days, or if they don't reply in five days, you have to, you know, take it to whatever small claims court or any whatever legal action you have to do, depending on how big the money is. I'm guessing. I think here, small claims court, if, if, if it's under, I think, 100,000 or 200,000. I read somewhere. I don't know how reliable that article was. So, yun. So, congratulations to me, man. <laughs> wish me, wish me happy, uh, happy payday. 
So, and I also got another check today. This one was, I mean, this one wasn't an, a payment issue. I just picked up another check today. And I went in the morning, 10 in the morning, no line at the bank. The only time you should go. 10 in the freaking morning, man. I, I hate, I hate bank lines. It is the worst. <laughs> okay, so I finally watched, um, I finally watched The Rise of Skywalker. So for those of you who haven't seen it yet, uh, I'm probably going to talk spoilers because we're probably not going to talk about it in Hala the show. So I just want to get my thoughts across. So if you haven't watched Rise of Skywalker, this is pretty much the end of the podcast for you. Because after Rise of Skywalker, I, I don't think I'm going to talk about anything else. Because I'm going to go on for for a little bit about Rise of Skywalker, okay? So giving you your last warning, I'm going to spoil the fuck out of Rise of Skywalker. And in three, two, one, here we go. Rise of Skywalker was such a trash movie. What the? Do you do you feel me? Does any anyone out there feel me? It was like it was such a it was such okay here okay <laughs> sorry after the first the second movie which was uh what is the second movie called? Wait, first one was I mean out of the new trilogy the first one was Force Awakens second one was something Jedi the Last Jedi. Yeah, The Last Jedi. Yeah, with Mark Hamill there. Uh, so at the end of The Last Jedi, I was feeling just how bleak the situation was. Remember in the second movie of the, uh, second movie of the new trilogy? I'm going to refer to it first, second, third of the new, new trilogy, okay? So in the second movie, uh, Last Jedi, there was a battle, and then like Princess Leia and her team called for help, right? At the end battle, and then nobody came, and then they lost, pretty much. You remember that? So at the end of that movie, I was like, how the hell are they going to wrap up the third movie when it seems like they need to go, there's so much shit to be resolved. Like, there's so many plot points, so many plots that they have to to address, and they can't do that in one more two-hour, even three-hour movie. And that's exactly what happened. Rise of Skywalker was was a complete mess. Like, you didn't know what the hell happened, and it was... Oh my god, you ever, uh, I was looking on the Reddit discussion threads, and it's, it's really accurate what one comment said. It, it followed video game, video game, um, it followed video game logic. There was, remember when they, they were on that planet? They were on that planet, uh, with, where they were, there was like a, a dance, they were, they were like dancing and shit over there, Nandaogden. It was like Coachella. <laughs> like there were like aliens and shit dancing, right? And then they got, they went on, uh, they got chased by these speeders in the sand. And then after the fight scene, whatever, they blew up and they fell into this quicksand thing. And I think you remember if you've seen the most recent movie. So they fell through the quicksand thing. And then all of a sudden they find a dagger. Just out of nowhere, they find the dagger that helps lead them to this Sith hunting like GPS, parang ways, ways papuntang Sith hidden galaxy or whatever. So first of all, like, what are the chances of that fucking happening, right? Like, what if they didn't get shot into the quicksand? They would have never found the dagger. And here's another thing about the dagger: when they go to that uh, like planet with all the water, which okay, uh, you know, okay, here first before I say that, before I go into that that thought, they go to that planet with the water. And then Ray uses the dagger. She lines it up, and it lines up exactly with the uh, 
with the wreckage of, I think, the Death Star. I mean, the dagger was supposedly made before the wreck of the Death Star. If my understanding is correct. And even if it was, even if it wasn't, like, who could predict that the Death Star would break in that formation just so that it would fit the dagger's, like, you know, uh, compass thingy perfectly? Didn't make any fucking sense. I was like, what? I'm watching it at first, I didn't really think about it. Then when I read the Reddit discussion, I was like, oh yeah, that's so completely, that's so completely like coincidental. <laughs> uh, the thought I was going to say is that Water Planet, and for most of the movie, the effects, the visual effects were gorgeous. They were great. Production value was awesome. The, the storyline was the, was awful, but the, the V, the VFX and everything, it was cool. The lightsaber fights were kind of weak. I was expecting more. I was hoping for more. But then if you think about it, the only real Sith person in this movie was Kylo Ren. Who is the best part of the movie, by the way? Even though I'm not a fan of him in the first... I guess the first... Well, okay. I thought he was kind of a bitch in the first movie. But then when I look at the whole trilogy as a whole, he was the best part of the trilogy because he had the best character development. So, you know, Kylo Ren is the only person who uses a lightsaber and Rey. And Rey is kind of still training. So you don't get the cool, like, Darth Maul, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn kind of levels of fighting. Or even just like in the first three, the original, no, no, the the prequel trilogy. So episode one, two, three, definitely had all the best fight scenes. There is no, you cannot come to me and say that any... Star Wars movie had better fight scenes than those three movies. Even if you tell me like the the Vader and Luke Skywalker lightsaber scene in the uh, the sixth movie, I don't, know, I don't know the Return of the Jedi. I think that's where they fight, or maybe well they fight in both. They fight in uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. But you can't tell me that the Vader, any Vader and Luke Skywalker fight scene was better than any of the fight lightsaber fights in the tril- in the prequel trilogy because it does, there's no way okay you can you can say nostalgia value you can say that the emotions were meant more and that's true i mean it, it the emotions were heavy but you cannot tell me do not try to find you can don't send me videos don't say jc the vader luke skywalker lightsaber scene was way better than any of the fight scenes in in the first no you can't because the the choreography was so dope in the first uh, in the three prequel trilogies. I keep saying first because I'm thinking of it in chronological order. I'm sorry. I don't mean to confuse anybody out there. But if you're a Star Wars fan, you already know what I'm talking about. If you're not, I don't know why you're still listening because you're probably confused as fuck right now. All right. Let me just, let me just, uh, let me just go back to Reddit. Okay. I, I, I want to. Okay. So there's the whole, there's the whole thing that you, cause I've played Star Wars video games and you can kind of heal yourself with the force in, in some of the video games. But in the movies, we've never seen anything like that. So a lot of people were saying because you know Ray finds his power, she heals that giant snake, and then she heals Kylo Ren uh, after she stabs him right on that water planet, and then at the end, you know he, he heals her, and then he dies after he kisses her. What the fuck was that kiss, by the way? I was shook. I was like, are because they're you know when uh I was like, wait, let me finish. Okay, I'll finish this thought and then I'll go back to that kiss. So they can heal people, but the whole reason that Anakin 
kind of turned to the dark side. Well, a part of it was he was trying to find a way to heal Padme, right, at the end. So why didn't they he do that? <laughs> People were like, yeah, that's weird. But I, I can understand. Like, I could maybe see past it. You know, that I mean, it's not a huge plot hole for me. But the thing that was I was shook was when when Ben Kenobi, a.k.a. Kylo Ren, after he becomes good, uses his force thingy to heal Rey. Then they look at each other. They smile. And I'm like, for a second, I was like, there's no way. They're not going to kiss, are they? I was thinking, you know, because it was like a ten, good 10, 15 seconds before they kissed. And I was like, they're not going to kiss, right? Like, they they have been fighting each other and like, for, and then they kissed. And I was like, what the fuck happened, man? <laughs> I was so shook. Was anyone shook? I mean, a part of me was like, I kind of get it. But then it's like, huh? I know. The F. And it, it kind of made me think, like, is Finn, uh, wait, Finn is the, Finn's the, Finn's the guy, the old stormtrooper, right? Uh, see, John Boyega. Finn, when they were sinking into the quicksand, back to the quicksand, he said, Ray, I need to tell you something. And he never said anything in the whole movie. And I think obviously it was like, Ray, I love you. And I can feel the force, blah, blah, blah. But it never happened. And that was such a weird, because you don't know, like, who is, was there supposed to be some sort of love triangle, but they squeezed it into one final movie because they they just basically had so much to do in one movie that, that they they decided to like we'll just make it safe and make make any fans of this love team happy and this love team happy. Really, it was so strange. And the the crazy part, even though I made you kiniligo dun sa sa last fight scene. Like, there is this one... Oh, is it Kilig? Is that the right term? I guess I was hyped. So you know how in Avengers Endgame, when all the all the heroes come in through the portals at the end, and you're like, this is the best shit that I've ever seen? It would have been so cool if they somehow made it more believable that Lando Calrissian was able to gather those ships. You know, at the end fight scene of, of, of this Star Wars movie, uh, when uh, Poe... Whatever his name is, uh, see, what's his name? He looks like Rami Malek. I forgot his fucking name. Oscar Isaac character Poe. Yeah, that Poe Dameron, right? So Poe Dameron's like, I'm sorry, guys. I, I thought we really had a chance. And then he sees that you know Lando's like, oh, we we have a chance. We have a lot of us. And then you see it. You see the Millennium Falcon with like thousands and thousands and thousands of ships all behind him. That would have been so. Cool. And it was. Even, even, even if it didn't make any sense, it was pretty cool. But then you're like, it leads you to remember in the second movie if, of this trilogy, nobody came when they called, when Leia, Princess Leia called for help. So Lando had like an hour or two to gather all these ships and he was able to get thousands of ships. And not, not even that. They were able to get to this hidden galaxy that, that no one could find until the last 30 minutes of the movie made zero sense. And even if that, even if you could look past that, the thousands of ships, you didn't see them do anything. Like, I think they showed you maybe one, one clip where they maybe destroyed one of the destroyers. And then that was it. I said, well, like, you know, there, there were no cool, like, cool space battles because, you know, they, I guess they spent a lot of it just, trying to show like the small team if they could defeat this big team but it felt like so sayang so sayang <laughs> so sayang 
it was oh man what a what a terrible like plot wise it was just nothing made sense and then yung ano yung mga bodyguards ni Kylo Ren who look so cool right remember in the first movie when they showed up with Kylo Ren and they like they look so threatening and then you never see them again until this movie and then when you do see them when they finally fight the only time you see them fight is when they fight Kylo Ren at the end and then they get their asses kicked it wasn't cool like you i would want to see them take down like a a uh the i would i want to see them take down a group of rebellion like rebellion fighters you know that would have been so dope because they look so cool. Their design is awesome. They have cool weapons. They were beating down on Kylo Ren before he got the lightsaber. And then they all just died. Like, it was such a waste. Oh, man. And and the thing that I didn't understand... I, I, did they even explain it in the second movie? How how can they... How, when, when Kylo Ren and Rey are fighting in that, like, virtual reality where they can see each other and know where each other are, even though they're in different places, how does that work? Because I was so surprised when Kylo Ren grabbed her necklace and then he actually had the necklace. So it's like VR, like they could have VR sex, right? Like they could just do it from remote locations through the force, which is badass, by the way. But it's just like, what? How did that happen? How can they like fight but not be where they are? It 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 was so confusing. Anyway... Also, Rey is a Palpatine, which means that the Emperor, the old, old ass Emperor, he had a kids, which means somebody slept with the Emperor, which is kind of weird because you're like, what? I thought she was going to be a Skywalker. That would have made more sense to me. Just, you know, you could have just any, any plot device to make her Skywalker would have made way more sense than her being a Palpatine or just even, even if she wasn't, you know, it would have been better if she was just a random person who felt the force. Kind of like John Boyega. See, Finn. It would have been cooler. Because now you're like, okay, so the only real strong people in the universe are Palpatines and Skywalkers? Like, there's no other people that can be strong? It's, it's, I don't know, man. It was a cop-out. Uh, you, you, you guys should all check it out. Like, check, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, watch it, right? Watch it and just be like, what the hell is happening? And I also, when I was reading the Reddit thread, I felt the exact same way. If you want to check it out, by the way, just Google Reddit Sky War, uh, no, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker discussion Reddit. Just Google it and you'll find the main one, which is on the movie subreddit. And just read through it because they make so many good points. Sometimes I don't agree with some of the messages, uh, some of the comments, but for the most part, they hit it the nail on the head. So there's one here, the one thing that i really took away that i felt the exact i felt the exact same way about it was that they they were too afraid to take risks uh for example when chewbacca quote unquote died when ray blew it up by accident with her electricity power right it would have been better if Chewie died because it would have meant more and then they and then they're like oh he's actually alive he was in a different transport which nobody saw leave what what and then they also talk about C-3PO's memory wipe. So you know how C-3PO said, like, I'm taking a last look at my friends. And then some, and then, you know, it's kind of sad. Because, you know, you, you've gone through, what, nine movies now with C-3PO. And he's seen all these things. And then it's going to be like, oh, his memory's gone forever. But then he gets his memory back when he sees C-3, uh, R2-D2. 
So it kind of took away from that that like the gravitas of that moment, diba? And also, I mean, yun, it's just stuff like that, stuff like that. And then at the end with the when that when that black girl, I don't know her name. I, I forgot what she she was the one who bonded with Finn because she was also a stormtrooper. And then Lando at the end was like What's your name? What where are you from? Or what did what do you say? Like what's your last name or something? Basta it implied that they were like he was his father, her father or something. It was weird. It was like what what kind of question is that to ask, Lando, you freak? <laughs> I mean it's 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 so weird. Like they kissed, man. Oh, I was like what the fuck? There was some cool... I mean, okay. Uh, what did I like? If you're going to ask me, what did I like? There was a scene at the end where you can hear the Jedi's voices. And you can clearly hear, obviously, you can hear Mark Hamill. You can hear you can hear Frank Oz, who plays Yoda's voice. Uh, you hear you hear uh, you hear Sam Jackson who played Mace Windu. You hear a lot of the you know the 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 voice people who who you hear a lot of the voices of the people who play Jedi. So the coolest part was that you heard you heard the voices of the the Jedi's that weren't in the live action movies. You, they were from like the TV shows. It was cool. Like Freddie Prince Jr. His his character and I think it was Rebels. It was like whoa. So they are canon. They are part of the you know the universe. So that that was that was pretty dope. Um, but to everyone out there, what else did I like? Uh, Anovova. I liked. I liked. Well, I like Kylo Ren in this movie. And uh, what else did I like? Because there was not really that many cool fight scenes either. The water, the water, like the water effects was really dope in that water planet. Uh, I gotta give that props. Um. Oh, Harrison Ford shows up. That was kind of weird, because I don't. I I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be Carrie Fisher, but unfortunately she passed. Right, so I think he was forced to do it. He didn't really seem like he wanted to be there, but I felt the emotional tie to it. Um, what else did I like about this movie? See, no John Boyega was really good, actually. See Finn, but he just didn't have much to do. But I always liked him when he was on screen. And him and Poe, they had good chemistry in the money. And there you know how they've been circulating online that they they had feelings or they should have been like gay or whatever. I would have been all for it. And I don't know why they were so afraid to take the risk. Like people are saying Disney was afraid to take the risk. Maybe because they're main characters. But at the end, at the end after they win, you see two girls kissing. So you're like, why can't you just have two dudes kissing? Weird. Weird to me. They, they should have just done it. They should have just gone for it. It would have probably made the movie so much better <laughs> so yeah that's my thoughts on rise of skywalker i mean you have to watch it anyway because you know you have to finish it like it or not you have to watch it just so just so you can get your own thoughts but it was a mess of a movie which looked very beautiful that that's it so thank you to everyone who listened uh catch you all next week um thank you i'm back on a friday it's the first time i've recorded on a friday in a while so I'll catch you all another time. If you want to send me a message, uh, hit me up, Tevez of the Best on Instagram. Someone did message me. He said, don't stop. Stop talking about politics. Who was that? <laughs> Mumble Melvin said, please, no more political discussion. <laughs> Already on the Calderos and Trash Talk. I try to keep politics out of it. Or I try to. Sometimes it's just my emotions get into it, man. Like that pome- that panello juice gets me. Mm, gets me so mad. Get creative. Mm. <laughs> 
Okay, everyone, take care. Good, wish me luck for Tiffany Young. I'm going to head out in a bit, so I'll catch you all later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.